Hello and welcome to Capel's Live Chat, where you can get insights on the business world amidst our changing times. My name is Mark Lee, and I'd like to introduce you to our COVID setup. We have the microphone here. We have our guest for today, Kim Tan, sitting one meter apart. Kim is our head of learning design here at Capel, and she's going to be sharing with us today on the topic of growing and adapting beyond skills competencies. Kim, great to have you here. Thank you, Mark. I'm <laughs> excited to be here today. <laughs> Kim, yeah. there's clearly an emphasis here on going beyond skills competencies mm -hmm. in terms mm -hmm. of growing and adapting. Why not set the stage for us? Why this emphasis on going beyond? Well, in the last year, we saw how the business environment changed. It was propelled, obviously, by the pandemic and that required everyone, almost everyone, to shift to remote work of one form to another. Mm -hmm. Business models have to change yeah. and people, you know, had to adapt. And the pace of change is not going to slow down, even though we're going to move to a new normal. Yeah, yeah I think that's probably something that for many of our viewers maybe sounds a little bit daunting. Mm -hmm. You know, we say we're in a new normal. Doesn't that imply that perhaps even change might be something we become uh, more used to or maybe goes to a more sane pace? Okay, what's normal is that change is going to happen mm -hmm. still it's going to we're going to have change we're going to face with change mm. and that that's what you can take comfort in but yeah. <laughs> the new thing is that it's going to happen more quickly i see yeah. okay okay so yeah so organizations need to adapt themselves even more quickly mm. and than in the past and you know we are forced to learn new technologies new skills i mean every so often the 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 rate of change is just going faster and faster. Yeah, and, I, and I'm hearing from you when you share about you know what new things we need to learn. There's the picking up of new skills, mm -hmm. new technologies, but I heard you mention also just learning on a kind of more fundamental level. Maybe you can help us understand that distinction. Okay, so with the pace of change going faster and faster, the role of LMD, the Learning and De Development Department, has to change as well. Mm. We need to move to beyond um, thinking about skills upgrade, yep. skills change. We need to think about how to upgrade the mindset uh, yeah, as okay. well. So the mindset we need to, that we need to work on is to develop the kind of mindset that is nimble, that's mm. adaptable. Yep. So cultivating a mindset that um, is ready to look at what is changing, what is new and then say, oh, I can do something about it. Mm. So it sounds mm -hmm. like a, a spirit of curiosity on top yes. of adaptability. That's right. Okay. If I mean if going by the traditional way, you know, the L and D may just may have a myriad of classes, mm -hmm. micro skills yep. that they can learn, or you know, you can put a menu like a buffet of <laughs> uh, of online classes or in person classes. But you know, if employees don't have that mindset of change and adaptability. Yep. They're just going to sign up because I have to. Right. Yeah, but if yeah. they have that kind of curiosity, they will have the motivation to learn. Yes. And yeah. even if there's no course available, the, the L and D may not have identified that course. They will go out on their own to go find wow. what they need I mean, to learn. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like the uh, bottle employee. Um, but I think a lot of what you talked about in terms of characteristics of curiosity in terms of adaptability, that's something which it sounds is very applicable to you know whatever level of uh, em employment you are in the organization. Mm -hmm. But in as much as we intuitively resonate with that, 
we say, oh yes, you know, we should be curious, we should be adaptable. Mm -hmm. uh, do we really have a good understanding of what that looks like? Can you paint a clearer picture for us? Let me give you an example. I recently watched a movie uh, called Hidden Figures. Okay. okay it's, a, it's a true story based on a book that's of the same title. Hmm. Okay, the story was set, it's set in the 1960s. Okay. Okay, it's about a few black American women. Hmm. Okay, it was, uh, during that time, it was the time of the space race. Ah. So these black women were working as human computers in NACA. Human computers? Yeah, which, huh. was, uh, which is now known as NASA, everybody knows what this is. Okay. So America was behind the Russians in mm, the space that's race. That's right. And they were working very, very hard with lots of difficulty to in sending this, their astronaut into orbit and back. Mm. So the role of these women was to calculate the very complex math uh, to, to require for the launch and re-entry of the space shuttles. So one of the lead characters is a lady called Dorothy and mm. she was the de facto supervisor of this group of black ladies who were the human computers. Okay. So she was quite frustrated because she was not recognized for her role as and paid for her role as a supervisor. So one day mm. she went to confront her boss, okay. a white lady, <laughs> okay. about it. When she was there, she found out that their jobs was going to be replaced by the electronic IBM 7090 computer. Wow, so okay. what's the point of getting a supervisor when this they will be jobless? I see, I see. Yeah. So when the lady, when Dorothy found out, she was like, oh no, I need to do something about it. Yeah. So she went to the library. Okay, she actually went to the part where this is the whites only. Mm. And she found a book, computer book on programming Fortran computing okay and she went yeah. and she learned and she went to learn and she went to teach oh very her, dedicated her, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Her, her colleagues and it happened that they installed the computer in in nasa but they couldn't the technicians couldn't work it oh, they had no. trouble starting that computer it was, okay it's, I mean, the computer is huge takes up many room space yeah 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 so so what she did was in the off hours she went into the computer room and she and tried different things based on what she read. Mm -hmm. And she got the computer to work. Wow. Yeah, so okay. everybody's like, wow, like exactly. <laughs> yeah. In, including the, the white supervisors, they recognize that she can do something and uh -huh. she has the skills. And she actually, they actually got her to teach the rest of the white people okay. how to run this computer and programming. Wow. So she didn't have the luxury of uh, L&D, you know, okay guys, attend this programming course. Yeah. She realized, she saw the need, yeah. and she went to learn. Wow, I mean, yeah. that, that's the really good story. I mean, mm -hmm. even though you mentioned it's set in the 1960s, I think there's a lot of parallels to our time here today. People look at technology all around them, and you just go, oh my goodness, am I going to be out of a job because a robot's taking over, right? That's right. And I think that's just a pressure that I think we acknowledge many people are facing. And one of the insights we can get from this story is actually how to deal with that more creatively, right? Yeah. Really having that drive, like you mentioned, to go out of their way to really find a solution. But I think also then to, to share that knowledge within the organization still. I think that's really powerful. That's right. Yeah. And example we, we see is, is one uh, in DBS. Mm. Okay, they have this scheme called the Gandalf Scholars. Okay, so the like scholars, the wizard. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, they allow people in the organization who apply for the Gandalf Scholarship mm -hmm. to learn anything they like. Anything? Yep. Wow. If, if they come back and teach others what they've uh, learned. Okay, okay. So, so in the process of teaching others, 
the person who's teaching learns more. Yes. And the yeah. other people in the organization benefit mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. So that's a kind of learning culture that yeah. they're promoting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's another really solid practical example of how to make some steps towards developing a corporate culture of curiosity, of adaptability, because this example now is even broader in the sense it's like whatever you're passionate about mm-hmm. just with the condition that you come back and, and teach that's but right. that's where it gets quite beautiful right Kim because you're suddenly taking the interest of the employee and emerging it with you know the best practices with the interests of yeah, the organization that's right. exactly yeah. yeah so you know cultivating that kind of mindset that of curiosity and growth is what we want in our employees in this very yeah. fast-changing yeah. environment so the new normal needs us to get our, our staff to take that ownership to learn. Mm. You know, to go and look out, oh, in doing this task, I maybe have some gap. I don't really know how to do it, but I can go and find out how we can, how to get the skills needed. And there's so yeah. many skills available. You can sign up online. You know, you can sign up for a course in person. That's right. So instead of the L&D just looking for courses for them, the ownership is transferred. Mm. So this thing, of course, it's not so not as easily it's easily said than done you know <laughs> sure, sure yeah, yeah. and we, we cannot just limit it to a particular part mm-hmm. of the organization the culture needs to be built up across mm. the organization yeah yeah i think that's where perhaps this insight of recognizing that as employees try and step into this space of being mm-hmm. curious growing in adaptability like you mentioned it may not always be the smoothest journey yes. there may be what we might call even mistakes or failures but I think you mentioned a very key insight, which is that organizations should still be supportive of that spirit, try and really grow that culture, even if it isn't always maybe a, you know, a linear way to the top. Mm-hmm. There may be some ups and downs as you go, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> right. So, yeah. yeah, it does mean that you, you encourage your employees to take risks, appropriate risks, yeah. and then recognizing them for the lessons learned. I mean, mm-hmm. if, even if they fail, failure is also a time for learning. Very true. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We, we know that, you know, fail fast, you know, learn fast as yeah. well. Yeah. So, as long as the lessons are, are shared with others, the organization learns. Mm. So, in other words, we really need to build that kind of mindset to learn, to grow, besides just focusing on just skills. Yeah, really love that insight, that mm. emphasis on growing our mindsets rather than just maybe technical skills. That's right. So we are coming to the close of our time very soon, Kim. I just would love to ask you if you have maybe a takeaway mm-hmm. or some food for thought for those that are joining us to carry them through maybe before they join us for our next episode. One question we can ask ourselves every day is, how am I encouraging curiosity mm. and excitement to learn to the people around us, with the people uh, we yeah. interact with every yeah. day? How can I help people see that they are able to learn and to grow and adapt every day? Mm. everywhere right I, I think that's such a wonderful insight because it's immediately applicable right mm-hmm. it's wherever you are or whatever situation you're in to have that mindset to say how can I be curious about what could be possibly done here in a new way a creative way thanks so much for that Kim really appreciate all the insight and the time you've given us here <laughs> it's a pleasure to be here yes thank you so much for that and to all that joined us for this time we thank you very much again this has been Capel's live chat where you can get insights on the business world amidst our changing times for now though we will bid you farewell do join us for our next episode in a couple weeks time bye-bye <laughs>